0: Jay-Z. What's up, niggas? Yo, I know you ain't talking about me, dog. You? What? Fuck Jay-Z You been on my dick, nigga. You love my me. style, nigga. Fuck Jay-Z fuck with your soul like ether. Teach you the king, you know, know you. God's know son across the belly. Lose. I prove you lost the race. Uh. yourself. Good morning, everybody. How are y'all doing? Um, That little snippet, I'm trying still. Once again, I don't own the rights to that song. So I can't put the whole thing or really like bump it like I want to. But that snippet in case, and I'm sure all of y'all know, but in case y'all don't, that was the infamous Ether by Nas, the Jay-Z diss. Um, I decided to play that snippet because that's like my favorite disc of all time. Everybody got their favorite disc, whether it's... Ether, um, I don't know the name of the Jay-Z response. I always forget it because, I mean, I was Team Nas, like Virgo, shit. And um, my ex looks like Jay-Z, so anytime I was mad at my ex, I'd play Ether and feel better about myself. But, um, you know, whether it's Ether who shot you, sheether, um, no frauds. Um hit him up, all that. No Vaseline. You know. Everybody got their disc that their go-to diss, and Ether is mine. Like, it all like I said, always made me feel better about myself. It was on some Virgo shit. I remember like one time I played Ether in the car with my homegirl and she was like and she doesn't she she likes hip hop, but she's not like a super rap head. So she didn't know that Nas was a Virgo and she heard I was bumping ether in the car and she was like this is some Virgo ass energy this is some Virgo ass shit and I was like thank you she was like he's just gonna go in like that just 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 kill Jay-Z and I'm like yeah that's what we do that's what Virgos do we just go for the jugular we're cutthroat I've always been called cutthroat and um It's just because Virgos, we, it's kind of like, we know too much, even though we might not speak on it, and it's like, don't come for us, because we've saw how we've seen every inch of your steps, and we might not be saying that we watching you, but we watching you, and it ain't even no like, it don't even start out, it, like, we watch you not to get, like a blackmail or one up on you. We're just watching you just cuz we watch everything. That's just our nature. So it's just kind of like if you got the nerve to come for us, oh, we will drag you till the end of the earth because we've seen every motherfucking thing that you've done. Like I do it all the time. Like it's terrible. Like it's it's a blessing and it's a curse because you be reading. The, we could read the fuck out of somebody when we really need to. But at the same time, it's like we just go too hard, and then it's like we end up losing friends because, like, people, like I said, they feel like we just backstabbing them or we bottling shit up and we waiting for somebody to make a wrong move. But it's not even that. It's just we just happen to see it, and it's just kind of like uh, it's just like a whole, like, pretty much a Virgo's quote is, let me tell you about yourself. Like, if you had to put a quote on a Virgo, that's what it would be so anyways welcome to two cents for conversation i'm your host BJ. um i decided to uh play ether because there's been a lot of shenanigans going on this week Dish tracks ratchet dish you know i only cover like maybe one or two things per podcast because i could talk all goddamn day and i'm sure nobody want to hear me talk all day like that but Um, (laughs) like, it's it's not too crazy. Things have been kind of dying down. It's the holidays, too. People are trying to get their money right and do what they can with their families. I hope everybody's staying safe. I hope everybody's still healthy. Praying for y'all. I'm praying for the world. You know, pray. Do what you got to do. Use your juju. Whatever you fucking do, just do it. Because it's crazy out here. Um, but (laughs) it's, it's entertaining nonetheless. So we go, I got some thoughts. I've been pondering on some things these last couple of days. So the first thing was, so I think the theme I want to make today's episode about is, I don't, it's 2020, shit has changed. Shit has changed from the nineties. I was born in 92 Um, I have older, you know, I have older cousins that I grew up with who are like 80s babies. You know, my dude is the 80s and my dude and his family are like serious 80s babies. So I'm around a lot of people between 80s and 90s, nonetheless. So I kind of got a pretty, I'm like, I think they broke it down like, technically like i'm a millennial but i'm like an older millennial so like i'm right in between that purgatory of old school and then the technology internet wave so i've seen i i've i'm seeing everything and how everything has changed it's nuts that's probably why 90s babies are fucking crazy is because we are we were lit we're literally the ones the guinea pigs of this fucking social shift and it's kind of like we're navigating this bitch the best way we know how and it drives us crazy so i mean if if you're older i highly doubt that i have older listeners but or i'll say it like this if you're around my age you're a 90s baby Just have some patience with older people because y'all gotta remember shit was not the way it was back in the day. Shit was crazy back in the day. Um, you know, nobody knew what anybody was doing. And now we go from we go from everybody minding their own business to the fullest extent to now everybody knows exactly what the fuck everybody is doing at every second of the day. That's a mental culture shift in its fucking self. Like, oh, that's like saying, like, that's it's like imagine being under a rock and then 20 years later that rock finally, oh, you know, what? it's like fucking Futurama, like how Fry was in the cryogenic thing and he woke up and then all of a sudden everything was fucking different. Like, it's almost like that. Like, so it's crazy. So um, I think with this cultural shift, you know we're trying to navigate the best way possible so this this my two cents is not to attack anything or anybody or any particular viewpoint this is just a lighthearted opinion this is my personal perspective it's not to attack anybody but i just feel like we are becoming an age of where the notion of consequences are trying to be downplayed like and, it, and in some cases they're being disproportionate i don't know it's a weird thing but everybody's perception a lot of people a lot of cultural perception of the of the note the principle of consequences has shift like everybody thinks not everybody but now you got people thinking that shit that was acceptable or could be swept under the rug should get the fullest extent of the consequence no matter the context of the situation versus you got another half of the majority thinking that shit that does deserve consequence should have every excuse in the book. And as a Virgo, I know fucking excuses. My nigga always be telling me I be pulling out file cabinets of excuses. And that's not the first time I've heard that shit. I've heard shit around that notion as well. Like my teacher from high school would tell me like, you should be a lobbyist, AKA a bullshitter that gets money in government. And I even used to say, cause I would hear it a lot. I would tell people like, and I still believe it to this day, right? Or whether I'm right or wrong, but I don't give excuses. I give reasons. There's always a, it's not an excuse, but there's a reason for the things that I do. I don't just do shit and then just, completely bullshit out of it. It's, there's a logical believe me when I do something I've thought about it at least 10 times so if I do something most likely I have my reasons to do it so there's that but what I'm getting at is so the first thing here's my two cents so there was this like clip on the internet that's been going around these last day or so and it's this black male restaurant owner and it was hilarious because he really had a you know in in first grade or kindergarten when your teacher gets attention of the whole class yeah he really had that moment with the entire restaurant like i guess some women were a little turned up and and it's a and it's a restaurant in Dallas some women were turned up um they were twerking on the window on the furniture, standing up twerking and everything. And he had to kindergarten class that bitch and really call out the fact that, you know, that's not the atmosphere he wants. You know, this is a restaurant, not a club. Don't be dancing all over the fucking place like that. Um he wants women to have respect for themselves and all that stuff. And, um, he went on his sit down, sit down class, teacher mode, his teacher voice, and was like, if you don't like it, you can get the fuck out, quote unquote. And, you know, so that's what happened. So the whole picture is, it's this, I guess this somewhat high, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm guessing it's a little high caliber From the comments, I heard that a lot of people book reservations. So, it's a place that takes reservations. So, it ain't no fucking Chili's or goddamn Applebee's. You can just walk in that bitch and get a seat in five minutes. Unless it's, like, graduation season or some shit. But, you know, you gotta book a reservation. It's a sit-down place. And all that, right? And... He did, the DJ did have twerk music playing. I think Throw That Ass in the Circle was playing, I guess. And, like, after the post, the initial post, I saw the girl or whoever recorded the video put in, like, a little um, Instagram clip or, you know, where you can type out the words. And she was like, they're playing twerk music and serving um, alcoholic beverages what did y'all think was going to happen? I'm paraphrasing. And so there's a lot of mixed reviews. There's a whole... Like, it's literally... And these things are always so fucking 50-50. That's why people don't need to put out their fucking opinions. Because the opinions literally break even. So you... you Reading from everything, you can't gauge what the majority is saying. Because it's lit. It's like fucking Congress right now. It's like 50-50. It's ridiculous. But some people are feeling that way. Like... Oh, it's the atmosphere they said They set this atmosphere for these women to act like that. If you wanted a classy establishment atmosphere, you know, maybe you should have played classier music or served different type of alcohol. And then some people are like, well, he wasn't wrong. He was just wrong for cussing out a customer, the customers. But, you know, people shouldn't be acting the fu- fucking ass like that. Um because in the video so this this is what stuck out to me in the video he he said that he you know in his in his teacher voice he said you know he invested a lot of money into this establishment he was trying to he he wanted to establish a place where black people can have somewhere upper echelon to go to and enjoy themselves all the while still enjoying their culture or our culture and he was like you know I don't want all that happening all over the I don't want all that shit on the front of, I don't want you know you shaking your ass all over the place he was like you know I want people to enjoy themselves I want people to respect I want women to respect themselves you know that kind of thing When he said, I wanted, I want to set an establishment, an upper echelon establishment where we can still enjoy our culture. That's the fucking reason right there. So all, to me, all of this, oh, well, he should set the better tone. No. Why? And then. It was crazy because I'm reading the comments. I always read the comments just because I want to read the room. Like I said, Virgo shit. And people are like, um, twerking is just something we do. You're playing throw that ass in the circle. That's like, that's the type of energy you're going to create. Um, and by the way, in case y'all don't know, throw that ass in the circle is like a real country ass twerk song like it's one of those it do make you get up and dance I'll bet but it's it's a super country strip club song like so they're like you know you playing throw the ass in the circle and people are drinking and turns up. what you think was going to happen and you just want us to be on white people's standards and this and that and it's kind of like You sound dumb saying shit like that, even though you're trying to make a point. And like, that's why I be sometimes so over the fucking fake woke shit, because it's kind of like y'all too busy trying to be fucking woke that you're not even like looking at the full fucking picture. Because that man said I wanted an establishment where my people and where by people could enjoy themselves to a higher level of entertainment all the while still enjoying their culture so that means so that's the exact opposite of appealing to white people standard and it was and I saw another funny comment and she and the person was like I think it was a girl that's why I said she and the per, the person was like I would like to enjoy my burger and drink to whop in peace without ass in front of me and it's Exactly. That's what it's all about. Let me break it down for you. Appearance of white people standard would be putting on fucking Beethoven or classical music. If you want a quote unquote fancy dining experience. Why can't I have a fancy dining experience and listen to and have the music that I want that I want to listen to? as a black person like why can't i have some r&b or a little bit of twerk music and i think in the comments it also said like it was just that particular night like the dj was playing that type of music so it's not a regular thing that they sit here and play twerk music so it's just kind of like what are you even talking about by saying Him not wanting people to twerk is appearing to white people's standards. No, nobody wants to eat their food around people shaking their ass. And then you're shaking your ass on the window and on the furniture. And it's kind of like, come on now. I love my people, but we got to do better. Like, and I know it ain't even all of us. It's just, it's just some that ain't really got no fucking home training and i've seen it in person even amongst my group even i've done it once or twice and i try to catch myself and but i am i was younger of course and i don't know how old this group was or what the age bracket was but it's just kind of like let's stop making excuses for them fuck that bullshit You shouldn't be fucking shaking your ass in a goddamn restaurant that's clearly a restaurant, not a lounge, not a club. Like, it's a real, clearly it's a sit-down restaurant. And it's like, if you can't control yourself off of a drink or two and some twerk music playing, where you can't just do a little chair dance, like, you know how sometimes you'll be in your job And you be listening to music and something turns up comes on and you be dancing in your chair. Like, that's cool. Do that. That don't mean get up and shake your ass on the fucking window. Like, that means he gotta wipe off butt prints. That means his furniture getting worn out. It's gonna create that level of energy. Everybody gonna start getting up and shaking their ass and wilding the fuck out. And next thing you know, there's a whole fucking situation happening. And don't act like it doesn't fucking happen. Cause it fucking does I've watched enough world star and fucking YouTube and Facebook to see that, that that's just type of shit that lead that type of those type of actions lead up to especially when there's drinks and rowdy ass music playing so it's kind of like if you can't control yourself off of one fucking country ass twerk song and a drink or two then you don't need to be drinking number one because only severe alcoholics are the ones that have a drink or two in a restaurant and then act a fucking fool. And, or number two, you don't need to go out. If you, if you can't sit your ass in the chair with one particular song playing, drink or in your system or not. Like, fuck all that bullshit. Oh, he gotta set the tone. No, I can listen. Like, believe, believe me, it's not that difficult to listen to a twerk song and stay in your fucking seat. Like, how fucking basic are you? And it's like, I'm not mad at him for cussing at people. You know, if you was bold enough to get up and twerk in front of a whole restaurant in the fucking window, you're bold enough to hear a curse word. You're bold enough to hear, get the fuck out if you don't like it. Because it's like, where is the standard? So it's kind of like everybody sitting here. It was a little unprofessional and blah, blah, blah. Ah, fuck professionality. It was unprofessional when they got up and shook their ass in the window. And it's kind of like, fuck that bullshit. The customer is always right. And this is somebody that helps their family run a business and this is somebody who's worked in retail fuck that customers always right bullshit sometimes you gotta have fucking standards and motherfuckers need the key the sesame street word of the day is consequence so you don't know how to act a, you don't know how to act like you got some goddamn sense your consequence is getting the it's getting cursed the fuck out patron customer client or not if you don't know how to act with respect for the people around you not even trying to bash them and be like they need to have more respect for themselves fuck that shit who gives a fuck what they think about themselves the fact that you don't have enough respect for where you are fuck out of here you're getting cussed the fuck out i'm about that shit and i'm kind of happy that my mom is kind of like on that shit too with her business shout out to celebrations pop-up shop um we have an entire winter selection Um, visit the website, cupop 28.com to see our new selections and our new styles. Um, you know, she's kind of like, I'm gonna run my store the way I want to. Like, I don't like, that's the, that, that's the, that is the privilege of having your own business being self-made being self-employed is that you can you can draw the lines where you want, and I could fucking respect it, so for that man to be like, "If you don't like what the fuck I'm saying, get the fuck out. I'm not mad at it at all. You know what I mean like like he said, he's the one that put all that money into his establishment, he's the one that put of the thought the care you know the energy into it and it's like if he wants to set a particular tone you gotta respect that and it's like like I've said what are you doing shaking your ass in the fucking window off of some fucking drinks and the song throw your ass in the circle like the world don't even know that song like that (laughs) like (laughs) <laughs> like that's an old ass song for you to sit here and fucking be getting so riled up on. Like, it ain't even no like new hype shit low-key. Like, it's kind of like if that's like that's like getting excited about fucking I don't know. Like <sighs> It's just too much. It's just too much. So, they were to me, they were right for getting cursed the fuck out. And like he said, if you don't like it, you can get the fuck out. Because it's kind of like... What, how are you going to have a problem when you're the one acting out? Like... And that's what that shit happens all the time, too. Like, when I worked in retail, like, I've seen customers be the fucking problem for... Start their own fucking problem and then have the nerve to get mad at it. And it's like... You wouldn't even have this problem if you just did what you did. And we've all done it. We've all created our own problems. I'm not saying that every some people don't do that shit. But when it's very minimal, like when you're shopping or you're at a restaurant, it's kind of like... I I love... I always say this. It's a, from fucking the movie Pulp Fiction. When John Travolta was trying to not be tempted by Uma Thurman, who was the boss's wife. He was like gonna sit down you're gonna have your drink you talk a little bit you're gonna finish your drink you're gonna get up thank you for the evening and you're gonna walk out and then go home and beat your meat like yeah like that's all you gotta do sometimes is just be cordial eat your food enjoy yourself to the as appropriate as you can and then go home and wild the fuck out. Like, why is it such a problem to be appropriate? Like, why? Like, like I don't, I don't fucking get it. Like, if you can't control yourself to the song, throw your ass in the circle, I don't know. You should get cursed the fuck out, if you ask me. Because that shit ain't difficult to fucking control yourself to. And then it's like, yeah, it's a... And that's the one thing for me in particular when it comes to, like, strip club culture... And people going to strip clubs. Like, I've heard strip clubs are notorious for having good food. But, <laughs> no pun intended. But it's like, how can you eat chicken wings when there's ass shaking like two feet away from you? Naked ass shaking at that. Some niggas is cool with it. I, I mean, in Japan, they got... um. You know, I don't know what it's called, but when you eat sushi off of a naked woman, I get it. I get it. Some people with that shit. Cool. I just personally, but that sushi, like, is cold, she's clean, she's naked, she's, and the woman is just laying there. She's not moving and dancing and shaking her ass, doing semi, um, is it called Air? It's like not doing fucking pole aerobics like I don't know what to, I don't I don't know how to explain being okay with a woman pretty much doing a full body workout more than half naked around my plate of food <laughs> like or a man at that. I wouldn't even want a man moving and grooving around in, in the female perspective and I've only, uh, I, I haven't I have been to a women's strip club. I feel like, what do I need to go for? Everything I've seen, I see every day in the fucking mirror when I'm naked. And I my homies haven't invited me for, like, a boys' night-hour birthday or whatever. So, whatever. I mean, I'm down to go. It ain't no shade or nothing. But I, I haven't been to a women strip club. But I've been to a male strip club for my birthday. And, um yeah like eating was the last thing on my fucking mind like i wanted to get drunk i wanted to turn up and i wanted to get thrown on a table and danced on like yeah i don't know who goes to the strip club and just like damn i need some food like i get that it's a thing but at the same time unless you're at the like a back table away from the stage maybe and maybe that's what it is like I don't know. So maybe people are eating away from the stage. I'm just the first thing I think about though is everybody's at the stage, getting the show, and then eating food. And it's like, nah. And I'm pretty sure there are places like that. So let me not even put it past any establishment. But yeah, it's kind of like I don't I don't want my food around half naked people dancing so i don't want my food around anybody shaking their ass i don't want to walk by a restaurant and see somebody shaking their ass in the window like no sit your ass down and eat your fucking food like calm the fuck down so kudos to him for cursing out them women and getting some fucking decorum back because ain't nobody got no fucking decorum whatsoever anymore like it's crazy so that leads me to the next topic of decorum and ratchetness so meg the stallion dropped her album good news um i mean without coming off as bitter or a music snob or whatever you want to call it it's all right it's all right album i mean I wanted a little more focus, but, you know, I'm an older woman now. Uh, to me, the album screams, I'm 24. I'm not getting enough dick, the amount of dick that I deserve. Fuck these niggas, but I still want to fuck these niggas. And I, and I remember being that age, and I remember having that mindset. So I can't hate on it too much. She is 24 that's how 24 year old women act sometimes i've been there so i get it so i'm not going to crash too hard there's a couple slappers on there um i like it I, I like the tracks that are a little different in particular but um you know it's it, it, it's not as memorable as i was hoping it would be like fever was pretty membro- memorable memorable Sugar was pretty memorable as far as the album goes. Some some would say Tina Snow was pretty memorable, but yeah. Uh, but this one was so this was interesting because she introed her album to diss Tory Lanes and and her friend Kelsey, the other person in the car when she was when she. Got shot and all that. And I heard this. And two weeks later, today or like a day ago or whatever, her friend Kelsey, the one she dissed, released a little diss track too and started responding on IG. (sighs) It was a lot. I listened to both songs just now. And it's a lot. It was emotional a little bit as a woman. Because it's like, uh, how do I even break this down? Like, it, 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 how do I break this down? It was hard as a woman to hear both of these diss tracks because it's kind of like, this should not be something that is... This, this shouldn't be something that's used for entertainment purposes. It, as a grown woman, it really isn't. Like... You can really hear that... Between... And Megan, too. Like, not even to seem like a Megan hate train or nothing. But, like, you can really hear, like, that these two women... Are hurt behind this whole situation. Yes. Um. So, uh, sorry, I had to answer a phone call, so I got cut off. But um, it was kind of hard to hear that because I could tell that these two women, these two young women, have been through something, and people or the the audience the consumers are really influencing how these two women navigate this situation personally, like, like, and my thing, so this is, so here's my two cents. As far as Megan goes, as a consumer standpoint, the disk wasn't that strong. Like if it ain't the sheather level, that's the Remy Ma cover of ether. Where she dissed Nicki Minaj, which is probably the hardest fucking diss of the last five years, cause she fucking killed Nicki Minaj on that shit. Like Nicki Minaj hasn't been the same since she third. Like her whole demeanor has fucking changed, and it was crazy. Um, yeah, like Remy Ma just drug her, and it was just kind of like, god damn. Like I'm not even a Nicki fan like that, but. That shit was brutal. I felt bad for Nikki after hearing Sheether. I was appalled. But I respect it. Um. And um, you know, if it ain't Sheether level, I don't want it. But I mean, I heard it. I rewinded it a little bit to dissect it. it. It was it's better than I initially thought. This when I heard it again, because I, I kind of run through I'm not going to sit there and listen to a whole album 17 tracks long like I'm I fucking can't especially when it's really repetitive as far as content wise um but to hear it again it wasn't as bad as I thought and I believe so here's the key thing Meg did the who shot who she did it over the who shot your uh beat which is I believe is, was Biggie's diss to Pac um Uh, or it was just a shit talking. I don't know. I can't really think. Um, I have pregnancy brain, so my head is all over the place. Um, so she tried to have a little bit of a nostalgia feel and she didn't really do it justice. We're not even going to talk about Tory Lanez because he's a weirdo anyway, and He doesn't really do anything super original. And I I didn't hear his whole album in response to this nonsense. Because either way, nigga, you shouldn't have had a gun pulled out on women. You shouldn't have a gun around women. End of discussion. You're at a fucking Hollywood, Calabasas, Kylie Jenner party. You don't need a fucking gun. So we're going to ignore him and his part in all this for a second. But... You know, yeah, the who shots fired. I think that's the song it, that it is in particular. Um, yeah, uh, it it was a lot of just shit talking. Like she just kind of repeated everything that she's been saying on IG, but she this time she really came at Kelsey talking mad shit and talking about she's sitting here sucking dick. All this other stuff. She ain't, you know, how she get money. She don't got money. She ain't got shit. She ain't shit, you know. And so her friend Kelsey did a bustin' back beep over the Tupac hit him up beep, which which I could give. I, I hate to say it, but I do like her friend's response way better because it's kind of like, Ugh, you responded a biggie beat with a Tupac beat? Like, for. That's one point. Second point is the flow was a little harder. I ain't going front. Like for a woman that's not a professional rapper, it was, the flow was kind of hard. She kind of has a little Cash Doll voice to her, which is pretty interesting. I was she gave me a lot of Cash Doll vibes. It's probably because she also looks like Cash Doll a little bit. But her voice and her cadence was a little Cash Dollish. Um but, yeah, she had a little better, her punchlines were a little better. I mean, it was a short diss, of course, but she's not a professional. So, I mean, what am I really going to critique based off of? What is my critique going to be based off of? Um, and it was just a little more telling because it's like, yeah, like, how are you going to, Air all this shit out about your friend that you've been friends with for like seven years, and then flip it to seem like she's some clout chasing, ain't shit, groupy ass bitch that's just doing some shit. And yeah, you're sitting here. Who knows how you're really maneuvering in the industry? Let's keep it G. Let's keep it 100. We don't know how these artists maneuver in the industry. I'm not accusing Meg the Stallion of anything. I'm not saying she's moving a certain way. I'm just being realistic. The music industry is crazy as fuck. And she blew up hella fucking fast. And it's kind of like, um, that's interesting so it's interesting so you know it's kind of like we know that shady should be happening and then the way she conducted herself with the whole um 1501 label that was her like i think what she would call it her parent label or her distribution label or whatever her main label that she was really signed to She like a couple like way even before she got shot way earlier in the year, she like aired out her label and made it seem like her label was cheating her out of money. She ain't getting the money she needs. And at at even an amateur perspective of the music industry, like you're talking a lot of shit for somebody who hasn't even dropped their debut album yet. So, for Kelsey within her disrecord record to kind of bring that up, I kind of side with Kelsey on that notion. Like, yeah, like, you're going to sit here and discredit me, somebody who is kind of an innocent, an innocent bystander, to a degree with you. Like, it's kind of like Kelsey is a civilian, and she's sitting here putting all these rab rules or industry rules on her, and then talking shit about it. And it's kind of like, nah, she's a civilian like she ain't in this shit like you like, you need to chill on how your maneuver like your maneuvering is way more sketchy than her shit will ever be. So who are you to talk about how she fucking moves? And so it's kind of it's it was like really really interesting and you know you talking about and the Meg is talking about you know she's sucking dick and all this other stuff but you was the one fucking with Tory Lane so what was you, what was you doing like what are you doing you was you been cupcaking with half of these industry that's what I'm saying like we don't know how your Meg Thee is moving in the industry. Like, she's cupcaking, like, she's been seen cupcaking with a couple of niggas in the industry. And all of a sudden, now she wanna talk about who's sucking dick. Like, all of, like, 80% of your rap content is talking about fucking niggas, finessing niggas, getting the bag from niggas. And yet you wanna talk somebody, uh, talk, talk about somebody sucking dick. Like, even in your fucking shots fired disc, you talked about your homegirl sucking dick, and then you turned around and saying you texted niggas while laying in the bed with another nigga. Like that's the shit I'm talking about. It's kind of that's like that's the type that's like the hurt shit that I'm talking about, like the hurt woman shit that I'm talking about. Like only hurt women say shit like that. You know what I mean? Like it's kinda of like one of them things, like, where you're hurt, so you're going to talk shit and then try to front like you with something bigger and badder. But in reality, it's kind of like you're just showing how hurt you are. Like if any other bitch in the in the if any average bitch would say the shit that she said on the shots fire track. A real bitch would be like, who hurt you? Who hurt you? Because I'll be damned if I'm going to talk about somebody sucking the dick that I was fucking on, number one, and then turn around and say, oh, I'm laying in bed with another nigga and texting another nigga. Like, if any other bitch was saying that shit, it we'd be looking at them crazy as fuck. Like, what? <laughs> then why are you even airing out that shit on your friend? Like, somebody that was your friend. Like, and believe me, as somebody that has cut and burn bridges with previous friends best friends friends that I've been that I've considered ride or dies friends that I've been through thick and thin like if it was some real deep shit I'm not I'm not gonna bring that up I may bring up a little petty stuff like I'll bring up shit that directly affects me like, if I'm mad at somebody, I'm only bringing up the shit that directly affected me. If you, if a, if my friends did something that directly affected me, that's what I'm speaking on. Whatever else they fucking did in their own personal time, on their own accord, I don't give a fuck. I really don't. Like, if I cut you off or if I'm not talking to you, it's because of something you did to me. It's because of how you, the way you was moving was affecting me. Like I'm I couldn't be like I'm not that woman that's gonna be like, I ain't your friend because you sucking too many dicks or you wilding the fuck out here. I give a fuck but I don't give a fuck at the same time. Now if you fucking and sucking on the dick that I'm fucking or if you speaking on the dick that I'm fucking or you're moving funny or to me or you're getting in my way of something, then that's what I'm gonna speak of. But to be all like, you a shrimp, get off my plate and all this other shit. Um, And it's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, why are you coming at your homegirl like that? Like, that's kind of showing a little bit of, like, your head getting pumped up from this industry shit low-key. And nobody still knows what happened. Like, the only thing that we know, the only thing that I know... i think i've talked about this a hundred times this is always a hot topic like this is the longest fucking hot topic in the working world but i talk about it so much because it's honestly some like everyday bullshit to the fucking extreme like this type of shit happens in the hood all the fucking time like i'm not even in the hood like that and i know that this shit happens in the fucking hood all the time you got women fighting over dick you got niggas acting a fucking, fucking, bleh. You got niggas acting a fool with they women. You got domestic violence. And, you know, you have third party people that are caught in the middle of all of this. And end up getting the heat. This is some everyday hood shit. But just because, it, but because it's fucking Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. High-profile, beautiful women in this shit. Everybody's making a fucking big deal about it. That's why it keeps on getting dragged the way it does. And then when it dies down, one of them brings it up, whether it's an album, disc, response, whatever. Um, this shit happened like when what fucking early July. Like, I'm tired of it, but whatever. And, and I talk about, like I said, I talk about it because it's kind of like this is some real everyday shit. And it really makes you think about, I don't know, in a weird way to me, it makes you think about how people like, like how, like the, like how shit like this, like this type of shit really does happen. Like this is some realistic ass shit. That's why it's just so fascinating to me because it's like, what woman hasn't gotten into it with her home girl and went on a, both of us have gone on a smear campaign about one or the other. I've tried not to do it, like I said, because I don't, because I always feel like if you are my real, real friend, we can patch it up, and we can chop it up and get back to a good place, or at least to a decent place, so I don't want to go on a whole fucking smear campaign on you, because it's kind of like, if you're my friend, we've been through some shit, you know, there's always room to talk it out and patch it up and see what's going on, but sitting here airing your home girl of seven years out and then you know attacking and having a fan base that attacks pretty much a third party a civilian is kind of like yo that's like low-key a low blow and I ain't really rocking with that shit like and then another thing is like what makes it even a little more ratchet is that in the Meg Thee Stallion dish, she brought up the Breonna Taylor thing. Talking about she still, it's been eight months, she still ain't got no justice. Do not bring politics into this ratchet ass shit. Like, I am sorry, but do not do that. Like, do not, like I said, this is some everyday ass hood shit. This is in no way comparable to the Breonna Taylor situation and anybody fucking feeding off of that. And I've seen people feed off of that shit like, Oh, it's protect like, and that's why I kind of respect Kelsey's Mm -hmm. her friend's response because she was like, Oh, you want to talk about protect black women, but you coming at me super foul, and it's and it's like hell fucking yeah, I fucking completely understand that because it's kind of like I've been saying this from the jump. Like, do not compare these situations: a drunk gun situation in Calabasas with high profile celebrities is not the fucking same of a of a police squad. Raiding your fucking house and shooting up an unarmed sleeping woman and not being held any consequences for it. It is not the fucking same on any level. And anybody who's saying that that's just the fucking same or on the same level is fucking stupid. And I don't give a fuck if that shit hurts yours or somebody else's feelings. That shit is disingenuous as fuck to compare the two. And you're out of touch if you really are comparing those two situations. Because Tory Lanez got pr- charges pressed on him at the end of the day. He might, I don't, I don't think he's going to get out of this, keep it real. You were in the Hollywood Hills and you shot a fucking woman and you're a black man. You're not getting, and you're not even no Jay-Z ass nigga you're not getting out of that I don't care like you're not unless I I mean and and that's not to put past the misogynistic culture that we live in here especially in America he might get away with it to a degree just because it was a black woman he shot I'm not taking that away but the police get away with shooting everybody niggas don't get away with shooting everybody niggas don't get away with shooting other men sometimes they don't get away i mean it's kind of 50 50 with women like sometimes niggas get away with doing shit to women and then sometimes they don't so it's it's really 50 50 when it comes to what happens with black women but when it comes to like a gun Meg the stallion is like a suit is like getting a, she's like an a-minus celebrity right now like you're not going to get away with shooting her And being on the with the campaign that she's putting on against you. Like, I don't know. But he's gonna face charges regardless. Like, cops don't get charged at all for the bullshit that they fucking do. Even when they're clearly in the wrong. Like, you some people can argue that Rihanna Taylor boyfriend the shots got fired because he shot first. But it's kind of like What the fuck is... Like, what do you guys expect with a no-knock warrant in an open-carry state? Like, which one is it? Do you want us to be cool with having guns? Or do you not want us to have guns? Because you... Like, that's what... Like, that's why I'm saying, like, this whole situation is so uncomparable. Because it's kind of like... There's so much... Like... So many things wrong with the Breonna Taylor case. And this and Meg the stallions case is just a matter of two drunk niggas wilding the fuck out pretty much so it's no way comparable so it's like don't sit here and play all that oh protect black women name dropping brianna taylor triggering us to tune into your shit like I think that shit is personally so trash of Meg Stallion like I like if anything were to make me stop being a fan that's a, that if she keeps on drawing that Breonna Taylor shit out it's so disingenuous like I'm probably not gonna fucking rock with her anymore for that because it's like why are you even bringing that up in a diss record like that is so distasteful like that's and it's like, like her homegirl said and heard this, like, oh, you want to talk about protecting black women. But what are you doing? So it's like it's only protect black women when number one, it's convenient. And number two, when you're meeting the fucking status quo. Or you're meeting the standard of society: being beautiful, being rich, being outspoken, being lovable, being hypersexual. You know what I mean? Like, where's protect black women for the nerdy girls? Where's protect black women for the ratchet girls? Where's protect black women for the homeless women? Where's protect black women for um the corporate woman? Where's protect black women? For, you know, the fast food worker, black women, where's protect black women for, for everybody. Why does it just have to be like, like you're a whole celebrity with resources, with a fan base. You, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the popular girl at the school, the most popular girl at the school looks wise. Everybody likes her talking about how ugly she feels because she has like a pimple on her face. When you got the whole nerdy ass girl who gets roasted on a daily basis, you know, having to take up everything that she gets thrown at her. But you being the most popular girl want to talk about how you're feeling ugly and you're feeling bullied because of one blemish. And it's like... Sis, like, you you don't even know how good you got it. Like, if Tori Lanez were to shoot a video vixen or have this same situation with a video vixen, we would not be hearing about it, like, at all, because she's a video vixen. She's a, like, the, the video vixen, like, we don't even know half of their names unless they're a prominent one. Like, if this was a video vixen... Or um like a model that he was just rolling with, like nobody would hear about it. So it's kind of like don't act like you're not going to get justice. Like, so dame dropping Breonna Taylor, triggering us as black women for and saying, Oh, black women are so unprotected because you feel like you're getting you you got your you like you got your feelings hurt because you're feeling like nobody's understanding like that you went through something okay there were plenty of people who are still supporting you but you got now you got everybody all riled up and not thinking like you know in the full context of it all like nah like that shit is trash and she's so it's just kind of like there's a lot of pain here and there's like a lot of like, there's like, there's a lot of basic shit with this, to be honest, like, so, you know, I don't know. It's looking, it's, I don't know how I really feel. And it's like, you can't, I'm going to end it on this note. And this is for the keyword word from the consequence with Magnus Stallion. You can't talk about protect black women when you're capitalizing off of the culture that pretty much one hates black women and number two puts us in the most danger like i love hip-hop i love rap but it's misogynistic as fuck we're gonna keep it real like rap and hip-hop support human trafficking supports domestic violence it supports violence it supports um you know, degrading women. I know that's an old age argument. You know, it hypersexualizes women to the point of like niggas really like think that women are beneath them because of rap and hip hop. You know, being the man and all of this other stuff. Even what women hip hop artists go through. And I've all I've already talked about this in a lot of my last podcast. But what women Rappers have to go through it in order to even get to the level of like a male hip hop rap, like a male rapper, like, you know what I mean, what we have to do with our bodies in hip hop to even get that attention, like how you have to be the literal, utmost standard of a beautiful woman in, in order to get like any recognition Unless you're just that, that, that lyrical, and you've got a really good team pushing b- behind you, behind the scenes, like Rhapsody does. Um, I think she got like lyricist of the year, thankfully. Ugh. And you know, being in one box of hypersexuality. No, and then all the top on on top of all of that, men are still running women hip hop, female hip hop. Men are pushing that standard it's not women empowerment when you still got a man behind the scenes directing that shit no like the black feminist youtubers i be watching she um she made a good point like how is it female empowerment when female empowerment looks like everything that a man likes so it's kind of like You know, like, you you can't say protect black women and justice for Breonna Taylor when you're feeding into the culture and you're capitalizing off of the culture that does the exact opposite of that. And it's just, that's just some ratchet ass shit to me. Like, it is like, oh, it's female empowerment. It's about owning your sexuality. Like, look, I've been watching so much fucking paternity court just because it's interesting and you you to a degree as women we have to carry ourselves a little differently because like i be watching paternity court these women are sitting here saying well my man was cheating so I was cheating too yeah but when you get pregnant you're not gonna have to have to you don't know whose baby that is if you're sitting here sleeping with several men in a window so it's kind of like, don't be so ratchet and thinking it's empowerment. Like same thing with the restaurant ladies. So I will talk to y'all a different day. My time is up. Take care. Be safe. Be well. Don't be so ratchet. It's okay sometimes, but not all the time. Take care.